Electrable, that's all one word, from Plectrum Electrum, and that's all one word. Recorded spring 2014 at Paisley Park and released on the 26th of September 2014. On the track we have Prince and Third Eye Girl, along with Lizzo and Sophia Eris and Claire de Lune, which I'm sure is the name of a song written by Claude Debussy, but... Um, uh, the track is 3 minutes 52, and joining me to talk about today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hey. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't hear much Prince on this uh, in terms of, like, the singing. Yeah. Um, you know, I like, he might be in there doing backing vocals or something, uh, but this very much feels like, you know, uh, it's kind of just Prince is, is doing background stuff, and the main vocals are being done by Lizzo and Sophia Eris. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I like I, it's interesting because, you know, in recent uh, well, as I record this in recent weeks, uh, Lizzo, uh, otherwise known as Melissa Jefferson, mm. um, who was born um, about one month before Love Sexy was released. <laughs> uh, if you want to feel super old. Yeah. Um, uh, she, like, apparently, you know, like, I mean, she's had, like, a number of hits kind of, um, you know, before this. Or she's, I mean, I would say she's been kind of mostly, like, underground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, with with her her kind of debut album, which came out before, before this song was recorded. Uh, and I'm guessing that might be how Prince got connected to her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also the fact that she lived in Minneapolis in 2011. Right. Uh, that's where she moved to. So obviously being around in Minneapolis in 2011, probably that probably did not hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, Prince, if you're in Minneapolis, and you, you know, around that time and you ran into Prince, he probably ended up with you on a track. Um, and then she released another album in 2015. And then more recently, um, she has released her first studio album, uh, mm. which is called Because I Love You. And uh, or will be releasing it at time of recording. Sorry, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like some of the songs from that, uh, in particular the lead single "Juice," uh, which was released uh, earlier this year, right. have suddenly gotten her a lot of publicity. Like, um, and then the follow-up, which were, which is the title track "Cause I Love You," which was released on uh, Valentine's Day, again that you know that has kind of gotten her a lot of publicity, and uh, like so suddenly out of nowhere. Um, Lizzo is huge like yeah <laughs> five years after Prince worked with her and, right right uh, you know and it's it's kind of interesting you know that um, you know suddenly at the start of 2019 she was on Ellen she was on Jimmy Fallon uh, she's been on the two dope queens podcast mm-hmm. uh, she was over here on the Jonathan Ross show um, you know she did a you know a couple of French programs as well so like Suddenly, like you know, she was a guest judge on uh, on Drag Race. Like out of out of nowhere, all of a sudden she's like everywhere. And then, you know, here here she was like five years ago, almost four and a half years ago, on a Prince track where she basically had the lead vocal, right? Uh, which is yeah. which is interesting because you know Prince already had three women in this band, <laughs> any of whom could have done the lead vocal, but only only Hannah is doing like background vocals with Prince on this. Um, and Lizzo and Sophia Eris are doing the main vocals. I think Sophia Eris is the one who is doing the pig Latin. Um, yeah, I, I was of... I was trying to figure that out. I'm not as familiar with Sophia Eris as with Lizzo, um, but I think that's her on the first verse. And I think um, I, I I think you're right that that's um, that kind of very nobody apparently. You were saying this. Apparently, nobody knows what <laughs> what they're saying in the in the intro. It's a it's it's a mystery. So, uh, 
and and I and I just looked on Genius and and somebody somebody on Genius suggested that it might be backmasked and otherwise an expert might benefit from slowing it down considerably. So that expert has not emerged in the last four years. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. if there are any if there are any backmasking or pig Latin experts who want to uh, try and decipher those lyrics. That would be great. I was going to say, doing a little bit of kind of like looking around, um, it didn't sound like it's kind of the classic pig Latin as people think of it. Um, yeah. You know, it, like, which obviously is, you know, people would say, you know, stuff like Ixnay on the whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, right. You know, Ixnay being just no, basically, um, sp- split up in, in pig Latin. Um, but it sounds like it's actually a version of pig Latin called Ubba Dubby, which is where you put the word Ub before every mm-hmm. vowel so pig becomes put a big and latin becomes lub at ubin so and that's what it sounds like to me like it sounds like she's adding a lot of extra kind of bits into kind of normal words um and yeah probably somebody would need to slow it down but it doesn't sound like backmasking to me it's it sounds like because if something is back is backmasked you can hear the breaths go in the wrong direction right and yeah i i didn't i didn't pick up on a backmasking yeah. either but uh yeah so we don't sounds... we don't know what she's singing as the intro um <laughs> but the main kind of chorus is this boy trouble whenever we come around uh which is kind of repeated as a as the main chorus uh you know throughout the song um you know and we also have the little chant of here come the boys uh which i really enjoy i like i mean i kind of like this as well because um you know if you were to kind of earlier in the career of Prince say he's written a song called Boy Trouble, mm-hmm. I feel like he would be the boy and he would be causing the trouble. Um, right. <laughs> whereas here it feels a lot. I mean, you know, uh, for someone who at this point is 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 what approaching, you know, in his is kind of mid to late 50s. Um, it, it seems I hate the phrase, but it seems very woke of Prince to have a song that is <laughs> led by basically five women. And right. he is kind of in the background and, you know, it's kind of more about their, um, you know, about about like kind of their thoughts on, I don't know, like if Prince was doing this, you know, we've heard Prince talk about himself like entering a club and all the ladies being in kind of trouble and, you know, kind of turning <laughs> yeah. their heads and, you know, him being him being like a, you know, a, a kind of a, a dime looking at a bunch of nickels. Like we've already right. kind of had it from Prince's perspective of how great he thinks he is. And so it's interesting to get kind of like, you know, a distaff song, which is from the point of view of these ladies that is it's kind of in a like a similar style to some of the stuff that Prince has done before. Um, but obviously, just by the very nature of who is on it, it's just a completely different uh, kind of, you know, a completely different perspective. Um, but I, yeah, I do like, it's, you know, feels feels a little like it could be like a less porny Vanity Six kind of a that that kind of a vibe very yeah. much from the from the women's perspective um yes and it's interesting it, it like third eye girl is such a such a strange project um that just kind of came out of left field um you know it was not really promoted as a prince you know prince was kind of i guess similar to what he did um in around the time of 3121 with tamar he was really kind of functioning as a sideman and um you know, the album was the, the Plectrum Electrum album was sold as a Prince album, but it was credited to Third Eye Girl. And and like you said, I mean, Prince is barely on this song. You know, he really he really kind of did commit to this being this, you know, 
a power trio that are all women and that he just happens to be playing guitar for them and, you know, writing their material. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic there. And like I said, you know, the kind of like the, the subject matter, um, you know, it kind of, it, it, it is kind of from their perspective where, you know, they talk about, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know that <laughs> when they say, um, uh, based a bump, I heard you peeling the game. Uh, what were you two been uh, since to bunk with us? Uh, and we call we rocking purple lips. So nice to have like a purple reference from somebody else. Yeah, uh, right. Just to Macri on the toe. Uh, if you want to see me, you can take my hand and diddy diddy, honey bunny, don't be sleepy. Like none of this sounds like anything that Prince could even get away with. Um, you know, <laughs> and this kind of thing of like you'll be heading back to prison that delays another lifestyle that we'd be wrecking. Like. It, it, like it's very it's very much kind of like you know from their point of view and i i i like the idea like because if you hear the the title boy trouble you do tend to think of like um i don't know maybe like leader of the pack like a song about a guy <laughs> who kind of causes issues for other people and who, right you know who women kind of can't help but fall for and in 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 this particular kind of um situation it's the other way around you know it's it's lizzo kind of saying that she's going to, you know, if she has anything to do with these boys, then they're <laughs> going to be in trouble. And right. I kind of like, right. it's not like boy trouble in the sense of like boy trouble. It's it's her causing trouble for those boys. Um, and I kind of like that. I just, I mean, I, lo- I love the kind of reversal that you'd expect from a Prince song. Like, you know, if you said to me, boy trouble Prince, you're thinking to yourself, well, what's that going to be about? And then, you know, <laughs> when you listen to this song, I don't think you could ever guess um you know this kind of thing particularly like the whole kind of conserve your energy i'm giving you tantrums when you look in my eyes like you just look like you've just seen a phantom again prince could never get away (laughs) with that kind of rhyming um you know i am curious like the song is credited to prince alone you know the writing credit but um the the lizzo's lyrics are so kind of in step with her own music that i do wonder if she wrote her own lyrics for this and it's just not credited on the album um it 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 doesn't it it feels more like her than like prince but i mean who knows yeah i mean i'm I'm gonna guess that kind of um you know as was prince's kind of tradition he preferred to just take sole credit for stuff and yeah you know so (laughs) i mean the i think on this album the only track that gets uh, you know other than another love which obviously isn't a prince song um the only track that kind of gets a different credit is Plectrum Electrum, which, you know, gets credited to Donna Grantis and then arranged mm-hmm. by Prince. Um, but everything else just gets the sole kind of credit to Prince, really, doesn't it? So uh, I think maybe just for simplicity, Prince did that anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, like, I do kind of love the final rap, which is like, this is for the fly ladies, breaking hearts, where we go. If you see inner city, best believe there's boy trouble. And then she says, 99 problems, but these boys, not one, which a wonderful kind of reversal of, of kind of obviously that song uh, riding with the top. So, down just 11 years late, but, you know, like, who's, yeah. who's keeping track? Well, I mean, I, the thing is, like, you know, Prince could never like could never kind of take someone else's kind of rap reference and turn it around. Right. And uh, it like, is like it, an iconic line. Like, so, yeah, it's, it, it's it, it was definitely still relevant into the in 2014 <laughs> yeah and you know blow a million kisses every boy gets one head back hands up nails done like 
again, none, not literally none of that would ever apply to Prince. Maybe the na- nails being <laughs> maybe, done. Maybe the I, nails, I guess. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was always very um, manic here. <laughs> yeah. So, but other than that, like it does, it, like it feels very much like Prince is, you know, he has committed to being the backing on this song, and he's not like trying to take the spotlight. Um, you know, after Prince's death, um, you know, there are a few videos online of Lizzo singing the beautiful ones, kind of as a tribute to uh, to Prince. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and she, I mean, she actually performed it like about um, like four days after his death. <laughs> so oh wow! Probably, yeah. So um, and she, and and she did it in um, you know uh, in Minneapolis as well. Mm. Like uh, which I you know would I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna sing a Prince song in Minneapolis like you know the week of his death. Uh, that does take some kind of, uh, you know, that's that is a bit of a kind of brave move to, right. to kind of take. Um, what you you probably knew him personally, uh, or your or I think Beyonce did the same thing. So you you either yeah. you're either coming from a personal connection or you're Beyonce and you can get away with it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny actually because there were a few articles like last year where they're saying that uh, Lizzo should play the halftime show, like the Super Bowl halftime show at some point. <laughs> Which, if we'd uh, only, I, you know, just a just a couple months later, she's, you know, she's getting bigger and bigger. So, uh, who knows? Well, yeah, maybe yeah. I was going to say, yeah, she maybe is, in a, she's maybe phenomenally in a, a few, talented. Few... She she can rap, she can sing, she can play the flute and and twerk. Like she's <laughs> she's she's uh, it, it's cool to see her getting um, you know, getting her due. Especially, I, I mean, like you said, it's it doesn't this doesn't seem like five years ago. Uh, you know, half a decade, but, um, but it was very much five years ago. So uh, it's her, her rise hasn't been as meteoric as maybe it looks like, um, you know, from, from outside, but, uh, but it, it's, it's cool to see, you know, the talent kind of paying off and it's, and it's, it's also, it, it speaks to Prince's ability to recognize, uh, things in people, you know, because this is way before she, she actually took off, but he was kind of got in on the ground floor and saw, um, that she had something and, you know, gave her this, gave her this spot. And I'm, I'm sure even though, you know, being on <laughs> guesting on Plectrum Electrum was not really a a, a, a a huge career boost, but um, but I'm sure it was just in terms of artistic training. You know, having that experience with with Prince early in your career, I'm I'm sure was was pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, she you know she has said uh, you know she has said that uh, you know it was a surreal experience working with Prince. And, you know, unlike some other kind of like uh, collaborations that had taken place, you know, during this time, um, particularly like something like, I don't know, Chocolate Box, uh, where mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like Prince collaborated with someone, but instead left 12 empty bars and then sent a yeah. song to someone. <laughs> um, it does actually feel like, you know, uh, that Lizzo was actually in Paisley Park and she did kind of collaborate with Prince on the track. And, you know, they kind of spent a couple of days working on it. So um you know it's uh, i don't know i just i i kind of I, everything about this song i think is is kind of interesting and also helps it stand out a little bit on plectrum electrum which is you know mostly a series of kind of like big kind of like rock songs right um you know which itself are, you know attempting to subvert expectations you know like if you if you see you know a, a band with three women in you're not expecting like a bunch of really big like kind of uh, rock ballads and stuff like that so <laughs> Uh, I think so adding kind of like Lizzo into the mix again is kind of it's almost like Prince trying to subvert things again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and be like, you know, OK, we've, we've kind of warmed you up with like, uh, you know, a couple of kind of like, you know, kind of rock songs. 
um you know and here here you go here's lizzo like right um, you know like this is this is on on when this was issued on vinyl this was effectively the, the start of the second side so uh it, it's like kind of a weird place to kind of go for the second side of this album to just be like <laughs> okay um we're starting out with lizzo and i don't know i, I it like you were saying it does kind of speak to prince being able to kind of see something um you know obviously you know he'd, he'd had like a number of other kind of um you know kind of uh women that he'd collaborated with this is something that people have kind of pointed out recently as well you know that prince had a tendency to to collaborate with women more than men Mm -hmm. um you know like the kind of the the big kind of crossovers you can think of where he kind of actually collaborated with uh, other male artists are a lot thinner on the ground than the than kind of the collaborations that he had with other women right um you know, so, but I don't know. I really enjoy this track. Uh, I would say the only thing that stops it being a five out of five for me is just the fact that I cannot work out what on earth is being done with that pig Latin. <laughs> if I could at least get a grasp on the pig Latin, then it might be a five out of five, but it's it's just a solid four out of five for me. Mm. I think it, um, I think for me, it's between a three and a four, but, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling generous, so I'll, I'll round up to a four. Um, I think it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun track, and um, like I said, uh, Third Eye Girl was a really interesting project. Uh, I wish, wish we could have seen more uh, from them. You know, this was something that came pretty close to the end of Prince's life. I don't, so, you know, would it have been one of the kind of groups that he kept returning to like the NPG or was it just a sort of one-off thing in 2013 and 2014? And, um, you know, it's, this is kind of one of the areas that I'm like, what, what would have happened? Uh, you know, where was he going with this that now we'll obviously never find out. Um, but I always, I, I do have a soft spot for third eye girl as a, as a backing band and as a, as their own entity. And, um, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's cool to see, um, as Lizzo's solo career becomes, you know, uh, more and more high profile. It's cool to see something, um, you know, from, from back before that was happening. And, uh, and she was, she was pretty great even then. So, and, and also like, you know, I mean, you know, Third Eye Girl effectively as a unit are still all together, right? Um, you know, like <laughs> there's there's nothing to stop them from maybe getting together and kind of you know finishing off whatever songs they had with Prince ah, that weren't true. released. You know, uh, I'm sure there's there's a there's a few songs that you can find on YouTube that you know obviously are probably in the vault somewhere. I don't know how they've leaked out, um, but there's 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 at least two or three other songs by Third Eye Girl that weren't on this album. Um, so I feel like there's, I mean, maybe there's like at least an EP there of other stuff they did with Prince that could be released one day. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a pity that Prince didn't like, I don't know if he had an idea for what he was going to do after hit and run part one and two. Uh, but it feels to me like, you know, well, the fact that Joshua Welton was still kind of producing stuff with him and obviously, um, you know, his wife is in third eye girl, like (laughs) (laughs) it feels to me like they weren't too far away from Prince. Like, you know, even at the end, I think. You know, there was still a chance that if Prince had wanted, you know, after Hit and Run Part 2, he could have easily gone back to Third Eye Girl and done a second album with him, like, without any issues. Um, you know, I, it's not like they kind of, you know, finished anything on, on bad terms. But, yeah, it's a pity, it's a pity we didn't get, like, a, a, you know, a follow-up from them kind of quicker. Uh, certainly as it felt like the last couple, you know, for the last kind of, what was it, like, 18 months, he put out four albums. Like, yeah. It felt like he was kind of quick in his pace back up again after the big gap between 2010 and uh 
and artificial age and, and plectrum electrum. So it would have been right. nice if he kind of could have kept that pace up for a couple of years and we would have gotten like another third eye girl album or two. Uh, it would have been really good. Uh, as it is, it's it's a kind of curio almost now, <laughs> just like <laughs> this one album with this one group. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about uh, Boy Trouble. Um, you know, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Zachary? Sure. So um, I have a blog that I am also going through and, you know, talking about every every Prince song that I've uh, uh, am able to listen to and write about. Um, I am making very, very slow, but uh, but very slow progress. But I'm I'm happy with with what I've achieved so far. So you can you can check that out at uh, princesongs.org. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure we would, at princetrackbytrack at gmail.com. Unless, of course, you are Lizzo. By all means, do email. <laughs> uh, thanks once more for being my guest here, Zachary. Thank you for having me. And otherwise... Uh-huh.